listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Shake your hiney, the only motherfucking wolf here to spit venom. You're a bad bitch with a real good kitten, and I got the appetite of them fat black women. Wolf gang and this bitch with a bunch of rats with him, looking like the Holocaust with some free maps with him. I am trying to get Miss Piggy by the motherfucking hairs of her chinny chin chin. Um, what's that? The cock of a black dude, Max. The starter got the swag of a vacuum. Uh, fuck, fuck it, it, I take her to the back room dungeon, fighting and punching. And now this slut is under the fucking assumption that I will be fucking and munching her muffin. Come will be bleeding, but that's not from the time signature of the month. Um, it's because I'm Dracula, bitch. Don't got problems smacking a bitch, kidnapping, attacking my axe and shit till I grab them throats and start smacking them shits. I'm Dracula, bitch. Don't got a problem smacking a bitch, kidnapping, attacking my axe and shit till she decides to take Dracula's dick. Goddamn, I love bitches, especially when they only suck dick and wash dishes. Cooking, cleaning, grant my wishes and make me into Wolfgang sandwiches. Transylvania, Cribbers, take a tour, bitch. Try getting through that black trap. Door keep yelling and working in vocal cords, and that'll be more of a reason that you get slapped up before. That four chunks come feed. Fuck you. Fuck me, no fuck fuck me. That little bitch keeps trying to help me. Jumping over gates, what the fuck she want from me? She keeps sending me garlic. How many times I gotta tell her I'm a large? I like your cake. Pull this bathing gate cake, bitch. I got it for a bargain at the neighborhood target. Things is sharp and I hope you know That all I really want from you is that throat I can't eat pussy cause I might leave cuts Then there's blood on my sheets but that might be a plus On the channel a fucking animal We can light pairs of candles Bitches it hard to handle Hey yo we light a candle Run laps around the English channel Neptunes I got a cock spaniel We on the run now Yo it ain't no fun now Everywhere I go niggas can't even come now You hate the law nigga break it I don't care But when you get caught remember that I don't care Hey! <laughs> 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 Welcome to the Black Out Tips podcast with your host Rod and Karen. That sound like you had a lot of fun saying that one. Oh, Nori is the fucking best. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you've been rocking up here. Oh man! All I, I hear is N I R E. Nori, guess the niggas on the run eating. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, so welcome to the Black Eyed Tips. Uh, did I already say Rod and Karen part? I don't think you did. With your host, Rod and... Karen, if you did, it's alright. We don't mind repeating. It's a Saturday morning. Yep, yep. A long three-day weekend for most people. Yep, for four days for us, because I was right. off yesterday. A.K.A. the weekend Transformers 3 came out and changed the world. Yes, it did. That's right. And I, a lot of nerds was mad. But, I know. Uh, I liked it a lot. I mean, how many times you gotta let the nigga beat you before I'm supposed to blame it on you? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, man, so uh, we're we're here for a live episode. Everybody in the chat room. It's been a while since we had a live episode. Thanks to everybody that's uh, spending their brunch with us. We appreciate it, guys. We do, guys. We do. And we was going to change, but Roger said something like you had to have a camera to do the other Yeah, one. we were going to do Block TV, but uh, apparently you need a webcam to do that. So we got to oh. buy a webcam at some point Yeah, now. does that mean I got to call my hell? I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, y'all. When I wake up, a lot of times I be just getting at the bed. Yeah. I'm going to have to comb my hair and put on some decent clothes in the top. <laughs> uh, we'll see. Um, but, uh, yo, but basically, uh, thanks to everybody that is in the uh, chat room. We appreciate it. Uh, and, of course, this show is all about the fans. 
um, the kind of people that contribute to the show, whether they uh, monetarily, whether it's spreading the word, uh, just spending time interacting with us. Yes, we thank you guys. Yeah, we appreciate all that. Of course, you should know, but this is the Black Out Chips podcast. You can find us on a bunch of ways. Well, on iTunes, Twitter, Facebook, Automatic. And get your radio. Yes, sir. So you can find us there. Of course, on iTunes, I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'm Say That Again. That is in D-A-T. And uh, don't forget, also, you can go to theblackouttips.com, read our blog posts, and there will be a new one this weekend for those that like the random thoughts. Yep, yep. I have a bunch of those coming up. Um, and, of course, for those of you who like to uh, just join the forums, you can use your Twitter handle to join the forums. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very easy. Um, and of course you can interact with us there we have polls on the website yes. for each episode and not only can you vote in the polls you can leave a comment yes please do guys we appreciate those yeah I see a lot of you guys get into debates on the polls and that that's awesome I, I love to see our fans interact with each other man because we're trying to create a network here and um, you know that's kind of what the whole chitlin circuit thing is about ain't none of us niggas famous but we work hard and we have fun and we ratchet and that's all that matters yes sir um of course on the feedback show to get in contact with us the one thing you can do well a bunch of things you can email us yep theblackouttips at gmail.com you can leave facebook comments you can leave comments on the web page Mm -hmm. uh you can uh even leave comments on Podomatic. yes you can um you can call the show 704-557-0186 leave us a voicemail please keep your voicemail to three minutes or less I saw we had like a five minute voicemail this week. Um, I'm, I'll play it if, if the show's going kind of short, but if it's long, I might have to cut it off, and I'm sorry for that, Jose. But uh, yeah, we, we try to keep voicemails at three minutes because people was getting mad, uh, and the sensei said, fuck that bullshit. And I was like, all right, Larry, you the one from Hollywood. You know better than me. <laughs> you know, I'm just a simple nigga with a microphone. I didn't know all these rules. Me either. Now, of course, the official weapon of the show is... Santa. And the unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Yes. Sir. That's right. And what I have in my cup this morning is Crown and Coke. Yes, I did good. I ain't spiking up too hard. Uh, I just like to say good morning to all my fellow people that drink in the AM. What's going on? <laughs> Y'all know who I'm talking about. Andrew J, where you at, dog? I know. He was lighting it up this morning. All right, let's give a shout out to the people that gave us donations this week. Yes. Kenny Lipo Jr. Thank you. Thank you, brother. As a cheese eater, your dedication to this podcast has been unparalleled. Yes, it has. And I, I reward that, man. I thank you so much, man. I I know it's hard for people that, that listen to us spit the truth about the realness of the cheese-eating epidemic going through the white community. <laughs> but you still find a way to donate, and I appreciate that, man. Thank, thank you. you. And that was a recurring donation. The best kind. Yes, it is. Because it means that... They, it's like a bill almost. They believe we're going to be here. Yes. You know? It's like a, people make recurring donations to shit like uh, power bills. Yes. Uh, credit cards. You no. Know, yes, cable. For them to put the black guy who tips on their credit card bill, that, that that's dedication. That means a lot. Um, and, of course, Michael Breed Love with the, with the great donation, man. Yes. Thank you so much, dog. Thank this, you. That means a lot. Yeah. Let's, let's hang out sometime. This nigga's just throwing money away. Uh, I'm telling you, we just need to start appealing to more rich people so we can get big donations like this. Yeah, they secretly are cheese eaters too. Yeah, exactly. I'm um, just start, uh, you know, start advertising to them like, "Hey, my yacht! 
I am so sick and fucking tired of cleaning my yacht. Who's with me out there? Anyway, donate to the show. Thousand dollar increments, please. Uh, all right, man. So well, then we won't have. We have to change our name. We have to be the person who tips. <laughs> can't be black no more. We have to appeal to everybody then. <laughs> the Negroes who tip. Yes, the people who tip. The housekeepers. Yeah. <laughs> the housekeepers who accept tips. Yes. That's what we have to be. Um, all right. So what do you want to do? We got reviews. We got uh, polls. We got Let's comments. Let's do reviews since you got them up. All right. Well, we had three new iTunes reviews. Get inching closer to 100 five-star reviews. Thank you. Remember, I had to subtract two because a couple niggas was tripping, and we don't read people who trip on the black guy who tips. No, five stars only. Um, so, CD West 82 says, funny but true five stars. Mm-hmm. Of course, five stars. This podcast is the funniest show I listen to other than The Morning Jones. I can't count the times I find myself being in agreement with Rod and Karen. Oh, I'm not. Man, I don't know if that's good or bad. I know, right? The don't stop listening if we start disagreeing, man. Yes. Because uh, hang with us. It will happen. Yes. Uh, Apple does make the best devices. This is true. Teachers shouldn't text students for sex, and news stations don't need to report on dildo sales expenses. And that's true too. Yeah. They've exactly. been selling that shit for years. Unless there is a dildo sale. Yes, a good sale. Then maybe you report on that. Like, yes, hey, dildo pennies. Yeah, fifty percent off dildos. Yes. Okay, I do want to read about yes. that. Twenty four nine nine rabbits. I might be on that. Yeah, I might need to check them out. Yes. Uh, keep up the good work, and I will stay away from young girls who microwave water. <laughs> Please do. This person definitely listened to the show. This yes, week. they have. Uh, NYC night liver. A lot of good stuff in here. Five stars, of course. Five stars. Only been listening for like two weeks, but already a big fan of the show. Thank you. Hey, what if one of these like reviews is like, I've only been listening for a couple of weeks, but I'm a huge fan of Steve Harvey and Tyler Perry, and I know y'all would never say anything bad about them. <laughs> we would have to read it. I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna go back and check out the old shows, and hopefully everything will work out fine. Oh, you'd be highly disappointed if you wrote that and believed it. Yes, <laughs> Max B is my favorite rapper of all time. Oh, <laughs> my shit tears. Then uh, I found y'all through Rise appearances on the Morning Jones, another great show. Listeners on the Black Guy with Tips should check it out if they aren't already. Especially love that that you coined the term ratchet. Now I did not coin that term. That, that's been many many people have used it. I think it's the best descriptive term of the shit that we cover. Yes. But yeah, we didn't invent it. Uh, we use it a lot. Uh, there's other podcasts that use it a lot. Uh, I I think uh, the first place I heard it was probably on uh, Larry's show. Uh, back in the day when they used to be yes, on blog talk. they are very. They, they, uh, that team describes it to the fullest. Yeah. Uh, and Larry Larry knows a lot about Ratchet. He likes some Ratchet. Yes, he does. Uh, especially love that you coined the term Ratchet. My friends and I haven't been using it for a while, but I haven't heard it anywhere else. Or use of it is a bit different, though. We usually, our use of it is a bit different. We usually will say, and then it was Ratchet time. <laughs> Ratchet, Ratchet time. <laughs> that's, that's even a deeper term. Yeah, that's, that's, that's like you say ratchet time. You're like, oh, something about to pop off. Yeah. I believe you. You say that. That's when I leave. Yeah, you say ratchet time, but oh, okay, no, you're not acting ratchet. You're about to get ratchet. Yeah. Okay, I'm okay. I'm I look go. at my watch and I see ratchet thirty. That means I have to go. <laughs> yes. Uh, Five past ratchet fifteen. I'm out. 
uh, to describe a situation where things got a little too hectic and someone pulled out the toolie and got to work. Anyway, oh. keep up the great work, Ryan and Karen, and keep on riding on these trifling ratchet mugs. We will. What's a toolie? Toolie. Toolie. A toolie is a gat, Karen, a weapon. Oh. Yes. You pull out the gun, a.k.a. the tool, a.k.a. the ratchet. Yeah. Oh, they be getting down hard. Yeah, that's right. That's Karen. So if somebody says they got the tool on them, or they got the ratchet on them, that's not them just trying to be funny. They, they're about to kill somebody. Yes, I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, Roger has to teach me some slang, because sometimes I be looking at him like, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, Snap Quota 5 Stars by Salacious Smokey. So I have been listening for about a month now. I have even gone back and gotten older episodes and listened to some of the other podcasts you guys suggest. Thank you. I recommend it to all my friends on Facebook and Twitter, and I'm going to donate. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you. Praise Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that should be enough poll jocking to know that I love the show. Well, hey, anytime you guys want to poll jock, poll jock on. Yes. You, we don't you don't need to never cut yourself short of complimenting the show. We love that shit. No, you don't need a reason to do it. We always here for yeah, it. Yeah, just write us a long email about how great the show is. And that's that's all we need. Yep. Uh, I feel like you guys are my friends in some weird way. Um, this is the first... Well, we are friends in yeah. a weird way. Uh, through the internet. Yes, that's we weird. are. Uh, this was the first podcast I had ever listened to. Where the heck have I been? <laughs> As a teacher, I don't have a quiet time at work to listen. But this summer, I have seen the light. Yay! I get to hear and comment on the ratchetness that goes on in the world, promote taser use, and have a legitimate <laughs> excuse to nap. Karen said I will have to fill my nap quota. Yes. She is the nap queen. Uh, thank you guys for making my lazy and relaxing summer an enjoyable one. Talk to you guys soon. Oh yeah, and right, you were right. After I got the courage to comment, I realized y'all ain't shit. <laughs> that is true. Cause she was like, oh, I was, I'm nervous to talk to him and shit. And I was like, don't, we ain't shit. We know more people. I go upstairs into the room and we sit down with a microphone and record this shit. That's it's it. not, yeah, there's no. We ain't got no producers. There ain't 12 people behind us. Yeah. No. Um, we ain't even got a video cam yet, so that shows you how far we behind. Yeah, we ain't famous. No. You see me in public, I'd be shocked as you are. Yes. Like, I, oh, I, shit, it's Rod. I'd be like, where? Who is yes, it? Yes, yes. And I'd be shocked if somebody would be like, let's say that again. Who who that? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> and it says, I needed that laugh that day, too. Keep it up. So. Thank you. No problem. That's what we're here for, to give laughs. Now, what do you want to do next, Karen? We have, of course, uh, voicemails, emails, uh, comments on the polls. Let's do the Facebook polls. comments. What do you want to do? Let's do the polls and Facebook. Okay. Going to the polls. We need, like, poll music. I know, right? Uh, or would that just be stripper music? I'm in love with a stripper. Oh, yeah, because they like polls a lot. Okay, so the first poll was from our episode, uh... Don't hit that button that I just hit. What Please the fuck don't. Did I, do that for? <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> it was from my episode Girl Talk, episode 182, where Karen did her random thoughts. Yeah. And everybody seemed to love them. Yes. My random thoughts are really, really random. Especially if you think the first five things on your mind are about fire. Yes. So, <laughs> I went out and bought some fire extinguishers I'm just glad in you case. Because I don't like living with crazy people. 
Um, should parents allow teens to have sex under their roof? And this question came from an article we read where uh, people were saying this should, this is the new technique to to uh, adjust to teens who are out having sex anyway, and you need them to have safe sex. We don't want them to have you know babies and shit and get STDs. So a lot of parents apparently are letting them have sex under their roof. And I was the only one who could kind of understand why. Everybody else said, hell no, Rod. You're crazy, man. You're crazy. And I said, well, put it to the polls. And I lost. <laughs> so apparently 20% of people agree with me. Yes, it's safer, cleaner, and better this way. 80% of people say, no, you're being irresponsible. Uh, Trojan Scooter had a comment. He said parents should be the first ones to educate their children on and about sex. They also set the examples for relationships. Uh, so it isn't too much of a stretch to allow their children to have sex in their home. Fuck that. I'm not being responsible for nobody else's child getting pregnant in my house. No. Mr. Bill says... The mister, the missus and I used to have very different opinions. Uh, what if you, you know how it says missus, M-R-S? Mm-hmm. But what if you meant that he had two husbands and it was the misters? Oh. Yeah, that's deep. Really the, deep. The missus or misters and I have very different opinions on this topic. Mm-hmm. She was saying no boyfriends, girlfriends for our kids until they were out of high school. Now, I don't, I don't think that's right now because, I mean... I don't know what the age is. Like this, to me, it depends on the maturity of your child. Um, and parents that do do that, I was already in college. And them motherfuckers lose their minds if they've never been around the opposite sex when they get to college. They really do. Uh, he says, I don't believe that's reasonable. No. If you, for, Isn't it amazing people have kids and then this like debate still has to happen? You would think like, hey, you're having kids, you're together, you're married. They don't. You would think that people are like get to certain stages and they've already talked about it. They know what they're gonna do, especially something as important as a kid. No, people but don't it's a, talk about discipline. Right. I was just saying, it's amazing how we just move forward in our lives and we do shit without really having like this is a pretty big decision. Yes, it is. Can our kids date? Yes. Yeah, so Beyond before high school is over. And what's the responsible age? And you know, should our children be allowed to have sex? I'm 100% against that because, like I said, I don't want to be accountable for nobody else's child. So he says, if you forbid your hormonal teenager from dating, they are still going to date whoever they choose outside of your home. Yes, they are. And more than likely make irresponsible choices when it comes to sex. Yes, they will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think Larry could testify to this. If they feel they can't be honest with you and there isn't a mutual trust, uh, then they're, they will hide what's really going on. Yes, they will. We're going to let our kids date whoever they wish, but it's important that we meet who they are dating and build a respectful relationship with their boyfriend, girlfriend. I understand that. Then, when it comes time to make the decision about sex, they won't hide things and make more responsible decisions because they know, uh, they, they know we'll know what's going on. Uh, plus, if the kids feel safe in our home... If some little bastard screws up and gets my daughter pregnant, I can cut him with my samurai sword. Hmm, that's a good point for sword ratchetness. Um, <laughs> wow. So Marshall writes in and he says, Hell no! They should not allow teenagers to have sex anywhere. Anywhere, Carrie. <laughs> but you banning it all over. That's not re- that's not reasonable either now. It is irresponsible behavior no matter what, where it happens. There's a chance for... Con- Who are these people that didn't fuck as teenagers? Yeah. Do, do y'all think we were so much better than these kids now? No, no, we're I don't not. know about y'all, but I was trying to fuck. 
every chance I could get. I just knew not to do it at home. Um, but but my, but my thing is this. My biggest thing is, like I said, A, I don't want to be a parent for nobody's child. B, I don't want my child, my house to be the fuck house. <laughs> I'm sorry. So wait, wait. Are you saying that, that your kids would be... You just letting any kids off the street come fuck in your house? Or you're, or you're only talking about your one, your kid, though. No, no, that's... It won't be the fuck house for the neighborhood. You're not running a whole house. I mean, not not trying to be funny. I mean, children, a lot of children, when they have sex, they lose their minds. Okay, that's their little boyfriend, girlfriend, but they'll move on. They'll find other partners. And before you know it, you're going to have people going in and out. Maybe it's just me, the way I vision it. You're going to have people going in and out your house. Hell no. Karen, I don't know what you... You acting like you're not even gonna live there. Hmm. You're just gonna be oh shit, twelve niggas in my house. I guess they running the train tonight. Anyway, off the bed. <laughs> Toodle, sweetheart. But some parents do take it that far. No. Not all, but some do. Okay. Um, thinking about it, I w- so he says it's irresponsible behavior no matter where it happens. Uh, there's uh, there's a chance for consequences that they are not ready to deal with. Well, isn't there a chance for that at any age though? Yes. Thinking about it, I would seriously put fist to faces. Well, Marshall, you would put fist to faces for a lot of reasons. Uh, if I found out my daughter was pregnant, wait, to whose face? Her face or the boyfriend's face? Probably both. Uh, or the parents. He means the parents. And it happened at her boyfriend's house, whose parents allowed them to have sex there. I would just leave it at that. Yeah, like I said, a lot of people are not cool with that because, like you said, it's not just your child, it's somebody else's But y'all child do too. know that kids are fucking, right? Yes, I'm not saying that they're not fucking. Just don't fuck in my house. Fuck somewhere else. Right, okay, <laughs> so if they fuck in a car and she gets pregnant, isn't that just as irresponsible? Yes, that is just as irresponsible. So I don't get it because I know people that got pregnant when I was a kid. And they was fucking like I don't. Yeah, but I. It wasn't like fucking in the house. No, I'm not saying that children don't have sex and shouldn't have sex and all this good, great stuff. I'm not saying that at all. All I'm saying is that as a parent, you need to teach responsible contraceptives, teach these things to your child, and say, okay, I know you go fuck. I, I don't. You know, you tell them how you stand on that. And be like, look, just be responsible. All right. Well, Keith writes in. No kids shouldn't be allowed to have sex in their parents' house. I'm pretty sure uh, most kids would not take their parents up on the opportunity. I know as a teenager, I wouldn't feel comfortable having sex with my parents in the back room. That's what I'm thinking, too. It's like people acting like the kid's just going, oh, cool, I'm pulling my dick out right now. Like, no, you say, listen, if you need to, you just tell me. And, you know, we'll work something out. And then what happens is they would never, ever come to you because they're going to be scared. But they'll, but they'll have the option. To fuck in the house, they'll, oh. but they'll be too scared. My dad could have told me. I think it was a trick. Hey, y'all can fuck in the house. Okay, dad. Whatever. Anyway, I'm going to the park tonight at midnight again. <laughs> we going to get a hotel room. No, thank you. Montoya said, first off, teens are going to have sex wherever they can get away with it. You can't stop nature, but I just feel better letting the child know that I don't consume sex in my house. I agree with him. I think that's what it is for most of y'all. Yeah. Y'all just feel better. It's not... You're not actually solving anything. No, I'm not solving. I'm not stopping. I'm not even telling them that they can't. Yeah, kids don't be fucking. I don't, yeah, I don't know and, if y'all and, know. And I'm not oblivious to that. My, like I said, my biggest thing is I pay bills here. I deserve the right to fuck here as my pleasure because I pay bills here. You don't, as so no. As a pleasure, you mean? Yes, as my pleasure to fuck <laughs> in my house. <laughs> all right, all right. So then we had episode... Um, oh, I forgot about the feedback episode. We had episode Merry Christmas Gay People. I forgot about that. And we talked about the bartenders who, uh, apparently they're responsible okay, yeah. for people who drink and drive. Yes. And, uh, wow. I said, the question is, are bartenders responsible for people who drink and drive? 
Uh, 21% of people say yes if you serve them then it's your responsibility to make sure they're safe 21% which I think is high cause I don't, I don't agree with that shit um, no people no people need to be responsible for themselves is 79% uh, and that's what I agree with that's my I agree position. with too because drunk people do stupid shit and why should I be held accountable or responsible for you if you get smashed most people can't even handle a cell phone when they get drunk no. I can't like I and then like, I can't tweet responsibly like yeah yeah look at Jeff Esquire that nigga was talking reckless all, and then he's and like post Facebook comments he's like but I'm drunk man I'm like nigga I don't care I'm not drunk I'm sober right now uh, Corbin says, we are living in an age of irresponsibility, man. What happened to getting prime and stop drinking once you achieve prime? By the way, I never think it is attractive when a woman tells me she can drink me under the table. Just a random thought. LOL, keep up the good work, you reverence of wretchedness. Yeah, they are some heavy drinking women. Yes, they are. Yeah, it's not cute for me either. Actually, man, like... And I, I I know it's because I'm not single, I guess. But, like, I was at a bar one time. This chick drank so much. She just damn near passed out at where she was standing at the bar. Like, she literally fell down. And she was standing in one place. She wasn't trying to move or anything. She just fell down because she was sloppy drunk. And dudes flocked to her. Oh, yeah. That's free pussy. I mean, it's just crazy to me. Like, that would be the least attractive. Because I'm thinking, like... That is a rape case waiting to happen. Yes, sir. The two days when the police show up at your crib, even like, well, she did not look like she could consent. But I think a lot of times what happens with the bartender thing is these people think that the bartenders are serving people that are falling down at the bar like that woman. No. You know not. what I mean? They, they're going to stop them. And on top of that, what they don't say is the people cut a fucking monkey in the bar when you stop their tabs. Yeah, and people also, friends and shit, will feed people drinks. Yes, yeah, like, like hey man, they cut, they cut me no. off, man, and then, they, then you buy two drinks, go back to the table and you give them one. That's, That's right. So, I mean, it's just, no. I don't see how bartenders can know all this shit. No, they can't. Michael Breedlove says, my white friend stay buying drinks at the bar, and I never have to get up or move to get drinks. A bartender is never going to know how much I've had that night, and they are still, in a way, serving me the alcohol. People just need to learn their limits. And that's true. Marshall says, bartenders are only uh, responsible if it is given to them by the customer or their employer. Uh, there are people... Who go to the bar and turn their car keys into the bar and stay safe that night. If the bartender gives them back after serving them, then they are responsible. I worked doors at a Blackwoods bar near Seattle, and it was policy for the customers to announce the DD and turn over their keys. To get the keys back, the customer had to pass a breathalyzer. Other than those rare occasions, it's not the bartender's responsibility. Yeah, I, and, and that's more responsible. A lot of places don't do that. If, yeah, if unless they're gonna law, pass a law, right? That's right. And if that was the law in every state, in every bar, then if something was to happen, I could agree with that. But so many people don't even like when the police try to ask them to take a breathalyzer. So. Yeah. What are they going to do with your ass? And you ain't got no badge. Okay, the last poll was from episode 183, Token Negro Highlander. Mm-hmm. Where we got Elon James and L. Joy on. Yes. Um, and the question arose about Alicia Keys. And is it wrong for people to sleep with married people? Even though you're single and it's not your responsibility to keep their marriage intact, is it even a little wrong to be fucking married people? That's all I'm saying. Like, you couldn't wait a little bit, you know? Like, we all talking about teenagers being responsible. Well, now you're an adult. Can an adult not wait uh, until your shit is finalized before they start fucking? Anyway, 
So I said, was Alicia Keys wrong with sleeping with a married man? Yes, she was at least a little foul for that. Or no, she's not the one who's married. So 79% of our listeners are trustworthy people that I would have in my house that I cool to kick it with. And 21% of y'all ain't shit, and y'all fuck married people, and y'all are scum. Anyway, uh, Corbin Macklin says, I was just talking to someone the other day about how I used to be the nigga lying in wait for you to slip so I could take your chick. What is this nigga, Joe, from the R&B artist? I <laughs> played in the background. All the things your man won't do. Corbin just shows up. Hey, girl. Yeah, I see. I take you out on a night cruise on a yacht. Like, who the fuck gonna go on a night cruise on a yacht? I can't even see the water or nothing, nigga. We can't go fishing. You simping ass stiller. Till I realized, karmic, karmically, that I'm just begging for niggas to do the same exact thing to me. That's one thing I never understood. People who, like, cheat or, you know, try to date married people, like, what's gonna happen when you get married? Are you, do you just feel like, because I think subconsciously, you can't help it. You subconsciously will always think people ain't shit. So even when you get married, because you know the subterfuge that women have poured on other dudes or men have poured on their wives, you're never going to be able to 100% love freely and trust your entire heart to just trust in this person. Part of you is always going to go, but I know people ain't shit. I have fucked women like this that have had men who were good men and they just fucked around on them anyway. This is weird. I just wonder how they get over the hurdle because I, I don't think I would ever. It's like how cheaters uh, uh, me, always break up their own relationship because eventually they just keep thinking the other person cheating because they can't help it. They, they It's like they broke the fourth wall and shit. They see through the, the bullshit now. They know that you can be bullshitting around and cheating and still be in a relationship so they can never n- not see that. You know what I mean? That's true. He says, uh, I don't think, I don't get how people think they can go from side piece to main course and there will be no other side pieces. And he gave like the shrug face. Uh, David, aka SPCMTN, Space Mountain, on Twitter. Hell yeah, she was wrong for that. Is dirty jacking to the fullest. She needs the, the big nose nigga ain't ever, she knew the big nose nigga ain't never had a girl like that. She, 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 that's fucked up. She should have fell back. Now her kid gonna have a big ass nose with Viltic. <laughs> oh, he do got a big nose. He got a big, a big ass nose with built-in comic props on his face. All right. Yes, and it's amazing how you know all the responsibility just falls on a married person, and just because you're single, people just want to shrug the responsibilities because they go, "Well, fucking, I ain't married, but but you're messing with somebody that is." Married. Yeah, and I think I get it. I'm not saying that the other person, the married person, isn't responsible. Oh yeah. Because I was like, if you're think, because somebody was telling me like, well, if you're the spouse, you just need to be mad at the at the husband, and you don't even need to be worried about this other person. I was like. Where do y'all live? There is enough room in my heart for me to hate both of y'all motherfuckers. You act like you act like you could just cheat with somebody's husband or wife and then see them at the damn uh, at the at the at the at the market and things will be all good. Like, oh, what's up, man? Yeah, no, no, you know, dude, just fucking your wife. Anyway, so uh, carry on. Oh, no, no, don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at me, man. That's how it should work logically. Because emotions always work logically. You know, no, they don't. That's why they call them emotions. All right, man. So we have feedback. On the, on the Facebook page. Yep, yep. We need to cover that shit. Um, let's go ahead and uh, check this out. Um, 
of course, the first episode was... Wow, we had a lot of feedback this week. We did. It was... I got to scroll all the way to the bottom to the older post. Um, okay. Uh, well, we had Samurai Lawyer. Okay, we talked about that. Uh, oh, Merry Christmas, gay people. Yes. Um, that was episode 181. Shakira Edgerson says, At Say That Again, I love Glee. So I would love a Glee-themed wedding. Yes. Bring on the rainbow unicorns. There are just enough of them. They're just, there are just not enough of them in use today. That's right. And, of course, Karen says she feels the same way. Um, and Dasmond says, Say, look here. That knockoff cinnamon toast crunch that comes in a bag. Nigga. Deliciousness. Quit hating on cheap knockoff brand foods that taste just as good as the high price brand or better. It's not like it's knockoff liquid liquor or lotion or razor blades. That's because that's bad. Really bad. Let me tell you something, brother. Ever since I moved out of the house and got a job, my palate has become refined. <laughs> I can tell the difference between toasted O's and Cheerios. Okay, the Cheerios, they call them Cheerios because they make you happy. They're cheery. The toasted O's are just toasted. There's a big ass difference. Nigga, he come in his house, he got bags of Fruit Loops and shit, and then he got Fruity O's. Yeah, Fruity Rings. <laughs> oh, give me the bag of Fruity Rings. I, I don't like my cereal in boxes and things that make sense. Is that a box of wine? No, wine needs to be in glass. Rick, Rick, Rich Jones says, What's happening in my favorite state? In my favorite state, Rod and Karen. Terrific podcast as always, but I have a different rating ratio. So 10 stars all day. Yes, sir. I got to get this story out, though. Hope I don't rant too long. I was playing ball last Thursday. I jumped up high for a rebound off a long miss three and landed directly on some dude's foot, rolling my ankle 90 degrees and ending my day. Yep, this is the same ankle I've broken or fractured over seven times already. Damn. Damn. Oh, well, I'm used to it. So I was at work today, and well, you ever have somebody accidentally step on your foot when you least expect it? Well, that's what happened today. Of course, when I turned around anticipating the customary, oh, I'm sorry, this scruffy, this scruffy 50-year-old looking Caucasian man looked me dead in the eyes and turned right back around as if he did nothing and continued shopping like it was all good. Oh. Well, not surprisingly, I was caught in a dilemma here, which the du- boondocks refers to as a nigger moment. Ah, no, that's right. <laughs> I was at work, so I figured just walk away and to remain calm was my only option. However, on the other hand, the black guy who tips has clogged up my mind so much recently that I started having extremely ratchet thoughts going through my mind <laughs> at a furious pace. <laughs> uh, Mr. KKK, you gonna say I'm sorry or what? Is what I was thinking. <laughs> on the inside, I was vexed, feeling that sharp pain caused with my foot, not to mention highly disrespected. Yes. Thankfully, I <laughs> elected to the first option, but I came this close to blasting that old man. I bet you did. Thanks, Ron and Karen, but if it wasn't for your great balance of ratchet logical discussion and insightful philosophies and opinions, well, I think you know what today's result would have been. Yes, you'd have been a news article of the day. Everybody support the podcast, Ron and Karen. Ain't going nowhere because it's the black guy who tips for life. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Chappelle Ed as Diddy voice. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Girl Talk, episode 182. We had one response. Decepticons, this is from Keith. The Decepticons are letting Tyrese live because they want his books to help take down the human race. <laughs> I believe it. Me too. Leonard Brothers asked what we're going to cover the BET Awards. Come on, son. Yes. I got you. Come on. 
Marcus says, Rod, I have a request. He's driving to Cincinnati. He wanted me to list like the top 10 episodes of the show. And so we started up a, uh, a, a thread on the um, Facebook. Yes. And we had like... Um, like 18 responses. responses like everybody yes. was naming their favorite episodes it was really cool um thanks guys who took our time to do that and he said he has more than enough now to fill up his ipod for him and his friends as they drive on the road have so, a good time y'all and be safe yep um let's see what else i put a picture of mike in chicago up there with a fur robe on like black santa claus that's what people said but he doesn't have no ho ho hoes because he's not a pimp said bill Beatty. Um, and let's see, Gabrielle said, hi, I love your podcast. Can I be the official biracial gal of your podcast? <laughs> As my friends always say, the light-skinned ones are always the most militant. Your podcast routes, and I would love to be able to call in. So, yeah, sure, fuck it. Nobody objected, you're in. You sure are. We got uh, official Latinos, we got official handicaps, so yeah. And she says, okay, that there was an episode where you commented on Steve Harvey getting his ex put in jail for failure to appear. I think Steve is on some straight foolishness. As little birdies everywhere talk about how he had a mistress while he was married. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think, think he married was, her, right? Yeah, the current wife, yes. That he is currently hooked up with now, and that is why his ex is a bit perturbed. Uh, his book is about how men and women should act. It's a bit hypocritical considering all the birdies talk. Steve has definitely lost my vote. No doubt. And uh, she also said it would be so awesome if we could discuss vampires and black exploitation films. Blackula was one of my favorite films from back in the day. You really felt for the old vampire brother. I guess I gotta start watching some. I, I haven't watched a black vampire film since uh, Vampire in Brooklyn, which was terrible. Yes, now years ago. Alright, man. Let's go ahead and do some emails yes, and then voicemails, right? We're on it. Carl writes in, I want I went on a tear listening to your shows from episode 111 to the current. So January 11th. He uh he or January 2011? I hope so. Or does he mean episode 111? I don't know. There's a slash in here. I don't know what you mean, Carl. By the way, the title of this email is The Black Guy Who Tells Marathon and Random Thoughts. And Rod made me think, did I spend too much time listening to the show after his tweet to me? Because I was like, how the hell you listen to all them shows in the weekend? Because that's what he told me. Wow, you listening hard. Thank you. And the white people at work always ask why I'm laughing. That makes me think, why are white people so nosy? Ain't they though? I, I'm sorry. They really, Black people nosy too. But black people sometimes are extra nosy. Well, I must be that cheese. Yes, that's right. Rats sniff with what? Their nose. Yes, they do. And white people love cheese too. They just sniffing you for cheese, mm-hmm. Carl. Get used to it. Yep. So I tell them about your show, and I know they won't listen because they start they stay on Fox News. Oh no! And they, yeah, <laughs> why would you watch Fox News and want to listen to this show? And they stay testing me on politics because I'm registered independent. And it's amazing how people challenge me, period, for not picking a side. And I say I don't agree with everything both sides push. That's true. Anyways, at Ben's, I run into a superintendent. I guess he works at Mercedes Benz. Mm-hmm. Falling. Yep, yep. I rolled into a superintendent black woman who did it on their own. And in the trunk, they have the self-help book, which is fine. But then there's the Steve Harvey books and audio tapes. Wow. Shaking my head. I also also attached pics from another independent black woman's uh, ML, and she told me it's all her kids' fault. She had a rat living in her car. Damn, how'd that happen? Vehicles are moving, ain't they? Just cleaned the damn car, and she said, 
<laughs> she said, I'm going to beat my kid's ass. Wait a minute. You're the parent and it's your car. Say that again. Later, y'all. Just, just don't allow children to eat your car. And he attached pictures of the actual rat. Um, like, the, 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 the how bad the car was. Wow. Yeah, look at that, man. That is the dirtiest shit ever, yo. Yeah, you are accountable. Yeah, you just let them kids do whatever. I know some parents... They tell their kids, hell no. They're like, some parents don't allow children to eat anything in the There's car. There's Cheetos and biscuit crumbs in the bottom of the car, not in like underneath where the carpet is. Mm-hmm. Like, the fuck? Yeah, some children, children would do shit like throw fries. Yeah. Of course you have rats, lady. It's fucking like the American tail in your fucking car. That's oh. terrible. Alright, man. So, uh, Randall writes in, what instrumental did you use on episode 112 at the hour and 20 minute mark? I don't know. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I gotta do the research, man. I don't have know. To get back with you. Any of this shit off the top of my head. <laughs> um, uh, Mudslinger writes in, hi, Rod and Karen. I'm, I'm greeting Karen. Oh, hi, Karen and Rod. Oh, that's new. I'm greeting Karen first to show my 10 star respects. Thank you. I only have two points to make and I'll try to keep it long and boring. <laughs> Firstly, is there any way to make a quarterly reoccurring payment? I just don't feel like breaking my uh, contribution into fractions. I'll work on that. I gotta look into that. Secondly, the podcast with Hater was great, but I partially disagree with the Planet of the Apes theory. But I'll save that for a blog. I did root for the Apes, and I was pissed. I really don't know how you can disagree with my Planet of the Apes theory, though. <laughs> the Apes are the slaves who are overcoming their oppressors. We should all root for the apes. I'm just saying. Secondly, the podcast with Hater was great. Okay, but I'll say that for a block. I did root for the apes, and I was pissed that they didn't pop a cap in Charlton Heston's uppity ass. (laughs) He was a speciesist, damn it. And I don't feel that we can move into a post-species America until we put another animal into the White House. Do you think it's possible that the Tea Party really believes Obama is the head monkey, Cornelius, trying to take over planet Earth? Yes, they do. I say this because they just think he's a nigga. That's all. Yes, a nigga monkey. Yeah, that's scary enough to them. It's like, close enough. Uh, I say this because he was running for office. They depicted him as Curious George and as a chimpanzee. My question to you is, since Barack couldn't end this angry war between the species, what animal do you think we should elect to the White House? Don't get irate. I'm joking. What animal should we elect to the White House, Karen? I have no idea. Obviously, a white elephant, a Republican. That's the only thing to make the Tea Party happy. Ah. What species is Michelle Bachman? Uh, Tanisha Hewitt says, Hey, guys. Love the girl talk. You should have the la- these ladies on again. Shirley kind of sounded like Yoli the Jew, so I was confused for a minute. <laughs> Speaking of Yoli the Jew, I like her, but she doesn't say much. Advice for next time. Speak up, Yoli. I've been wondering for the longest time if Karen had parents because y'all talk about Rod's parents but never mention Karen's. <laughs> it's good to know your mama was, is around Karen. I was afraid to ask just in case folks were dead or you guys were estranged. Uh, it could have been a sensitive subject. I don't know. Um, do you want to talk about that or no? Oh, my, my parents. Uh, as far as me, I was actually, for those out there who don't know, I was actually raised by my aunt, and I love her very dearly. My mama, she wasn't able to take care of me, so my aunt, that's like mama to me. Yeah, so when we talk about her mom, we're talking about her aunt yes. who, who raised her. Um, 
Okay, renal failure equals kidney failure. We figured that one out. Oh, yes. One last thing. I went to a flea market in my area, and what did I see? A dude walking around with a shiny new sword. Uh-oh. Potential sword ratchery. Look out for uh, Baltimore, Maryland. That is all. Wow. Mm-hmm. Told you you can go to any flea mall and get one. And that, that's sad. I don't know. I might be staying away from the flea malls then, baby. I know. I'm trying to tell people. I like the flea malls. It's dangerous out there. It's, it's not cool for you, man. These motherfuckers don't give a fuck, man. Anyway, uh, Latoya writes in. Her title of her email is, I don't wipe them hoes. Ah. Okay, I appreciate the shout out and all, but Batman don't wipe them. I one night them. And my homie Ace Sexual Muffin is the king of one night. I know Karen seen his tweet tweetery or tweet story <laughs> of being gay humor. Yes. I, I enjoyed what is what, what's the being gay humor? What's that, Karen? Uh he's off the chain. He uh he tweets a lot about uh and, and he's hilarious. He tweets a lot about one night stands. He tweets a lot about I remember one time, uh, which this was hilarious, he was tweeting about his uncle. Uh, one of his relatives was uh, like a preacher, and he was tweeting about them coming in, catching him with his dick out and things like that. Damn. Yes, yes. You know, I, and, and the one thing I love about him, he's comfortable in his sexuality. So that's one thing I, I love about him. If more people were comfortable in it, it would be better. I enjoyed all the, uh, the All the Ladies Podcast 181. Karen's Random Thoughts are H.I. hilarious. And yes, I'm tired of these fake-ass fire drills and white women walking down, slow down the stairs. Yes. In my mystical voice, move, bitch! Get out the way! And I do mean it. Yes. I hope y'all enjoyed Transformers 3. I liked it better than the second. Yes. I know Karen loved the little racist robots. To me, Rod, I think this was the first Transformers movie. If this was the first Transformers movie and the second was the last, it would make the trilogy flow better. Well, that must. Well, that's just my opinion. But hey, I'm glad we got more robot action in this one. Yeah, I think we got more robot action than the, than the past too. And it's funny though because um, I was talking to Chris from the Insanity Report, and he thinks it's the least amount of robots. Like I don't even know what movie you watch. No, this this is the most amount of action from the robots. This is the first time we actually had a true storyline of the robots. Because with the other ones, the storyline. Had the robots in it, but the storyline was more wrapped around what the humans were doing versus what the robots were doing. Uh, we'll have to explain that on another podcast because okay. I, I have a lot of thoughts about that. I do too. So in closing, what have we learned? I don't wife them. I liked all the females, uh, the all females podcast and the race. Wait, I, I was there, Toya. So it wasn't all females. And one male. Yeah, thank you. And, and the racist robots still live in Transformers. Just uh, still, the racist robots still live on the Transformers. Just, just for ten star Karen and six and a half star Ryan get I got action from the robots. And now it's time to say goodbye to all my Negro friends. Good, <laughs> goodbye. P.S. Fuck, fuck Mario Chalmers and good morning, ladies. I'll holler. Oh, I hope the other girl don't start listening to podcast. We start getting emails, voicemails from her. David says, what up, Rod and Karen? Just thought I'd drop a line about a few things. First of all, first, as best as I tried, I could not avoid the EBT Awards. On the radio, podcast, and computer, it was the annual EBT Awards show, where black stars come together to show the world we can put on an award show filled with every black stereotype known to man. We got weaves, crackheads, down-low homosexual erotic gangster rappers. Ah! <laughs> 
We also got a DVZ tribute with all the blonde hair in the trip in attendance. Vegeta would be proud of the Saiyan race on Earth. Yes, he would. Drake has hit the world with a flood of sappy, simply songs uh, that he has reached the second simp saying, Aubrey is now Simp Gito. And, ah. and, uh, and, oh, and did the EBT Awards really invite the five Harveys to the show? Guess that explains Chris Brown. He heard the cast of Robert Townsend film was going to be there and decided to come as the Junior Golden Lord. Aww. <laughs> Simon says get him. Next year, uh, uh, next, next year should be the reading comprehension edition of the award show so the presenters can actually read the correct name. Uh, I had more, but I'll save it for another email. <laughs> Thanks, David. Uh, Titus writes in, What up, Dr. Ratchet and Nap Queen? This show, this week's shows were hilarious and great. The, who knew Shirley had so much soul in her? I know a lot of people thought Shirley was black. No pun intended. The article about the guy robbing the dollar store was comedic gold, and I agree with you. Peter Parker is a great example of white man privilege. He never studied, held a full-time job, but had a model girlfriend. The cop got sprayed in the face with, with breast milk. Uh, should he do a got milk ad? <laughs> uh, love the show. Keep up the good work. Team Tasers, Team Epic Nap. Peace. Thanks, oh, Titus. That'd be a great got milk ad. Uh, I don't even know what this is. It sounds like spam. I think it is, son. <laughs> I don't know how that got in there. Alright, so now, the voicemails. That's all we have left, and it will wrap up the show, right? Yes, sir. Alright, so, uh, I think we already played this voicemail. Uh, yeah. that's the one that was just yeah. for us, yeah. right? Yeah, Alright, cool. So, let's go ahead and play this one, which is new. Yo, my two favorite beats. What's going on with you? Alright, I, I got a question for you. They're taking this chick out to dinner tonight, right? And I need to know how much of a tip to leave. Let's just say the bill is going to be like 45 or 50 bucks. Uh, how much could I leave for a tip? Because, I mean, that is what your show is about, right? The black guy who tips, you give black folks information as to what type of tip to leave. Am I right or wrong? Uh, anyway, uh, I'll be patiently waiting for your response. And uh, until then, you know, my two favorite peeps. Chicken and Kool-Aid, Rod and Garrett. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, you, I always tip twenty percent if it's good service. Um, yes. so if that's like a forty or fifty dollar bill, you know, maybe round it up and leave a, a just an even ten. Um, but of course, the question is, did you get good service? Uh, you should not tip bad service. No. So you know, and and of course, if they fuck up somewhat. But maybe not enough to totally not to stiff them. Yeah, maybe you leave less, yeah. you know. So it's really up to you. But standard good service, everything was straight. I would leave probably about twenty percent, you know, mm-hmm. of the cost of the bill. Yeah, that's my normal tipping percentage. But you know, I, I definitely, like I said, just I don't think I'm advocating tipping for any just any old time. Because if you know you get terrible service, I you, I mean sometimes I tip terrible service. But it's because I have a complex. I used to be a waiter and yes, all that other you. shit. But I wouldn't recommend that to everybody. Yeah, a lot of times we over tipping. Wait a minute, before you go on, yesterday we went to this place called the Roosters and they had all these white servers. I didn't even know a brother was back there. That damn brother came out of nowhere. I was like, what? They got the one nigga in the whole place and said, serve them. Yeah, and I'm glad too because I left him a good tip. So yes, fuck those white people. That's right. They used to do that to me when I worked at IHOP. Yes. Hey, I- Rod, you want this table? And I'm, every time they asked that, it was a black table. Yeah. Like, the fuck, white people. 
we think I don't notice. Then they would try to take one of my tables later, like, hey, man, so you want me to get this table because, you know, I gave you a table earlier. I'm like, nigga, you gave me that table because you racist. That's right. No. I got this. my table. That's right. All right, next voicemail. What's up, y'all? This is Sharif from Philly. Um, Sharif Jackson on Twitter. Um, I was listening to the uh, JTMS cast uh, by, you know, Elon James White over in Brooklyn on Sunday. Um, her, her rod call in about first class. Um, and I wonder if people would actually like the X-Men first class. Um, I think a lot of people get a little too tied up with continuity and whether it agrees with their interpretation of the comic where when the truth is, you know, these comics have been out for, you know, 40, 50 years. Like there's so many multiple continuities that all retcon themselves and, you know, like there's no agreement. So like I think that you really have to take the movie on its merits of the acting and, uh, you know, and, and, uh, in the cinematography and that stuff. And I think in that case, first class is really good. I mean, I thought that the lead actors um, for Xavier and Magneto were, were excellent. And to me, you know, that really carries the movie as like the uh, main and the supporting leads. Um, I thought, you know, the um, historical fact in the Cold War Cuban Missile Crisis was pretty good. And well, I do think some of the characters were kind of dumb, um, namely the uh, Black Darwin dude, that was like I can adapt, but couldn't adapt to like a piece of energy in his life. <laughs> um, and the uh, butterfly girl with Spitfire, I thought she was pretty useless. Um, but aside from that, I thought it was pretty enjoyable. I mean, like I had a good time, and I definitely recommended it um, to a lot of different people. Though, so, um, you know, I just wanted to let you know, Rob, that like you ain't the only one that uh, like first class, and um, you know. Alright, thank you Sharif And I will thank get you. I'm gonna try to get into this more With Morgan and uh, Rick tomorrow If not, then uh, Friday, Thursday with Will and Justin But mm-hmm. Overall, look man, we old We're 32 These stories are designed for 10 year olds Yes We gotta stop being so fucking critical of these stories It's Like is there anything more pathetic Than some fucking old person Ranting about a toy Transformers was this way, and they did such and such was that way. Like, dog, we 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 not supposed to be looking at this shit at this critical level. You should walk out of the movie like, was I entertained or was I not? That's right. The fucking end. I, none of this shit is really good. All these stories are kind of the same. Like, it's like the the thing is like for the people that don't like first class, then they'll tell you, well, it's because of the story. It didn't fit with the other films. It was it's supposed to be a prequel. Like, and, and you know what? They're absolutely right. There were plot holes. There were things that didn't fit with the other movies. But I don't give a fuck. I had a good time. It was just good. Yep. It was the closest thing to the comic book that I've seen yep. to my, to this point in my I'm life. actually sucking. So, and it didn't suck. Like, the, the end. The fucking end. Like, it's I don't know. People worship shit because I think what happens is that we were 10 when a lot of this shit was introduced to us. We were kids. Everything seems fucking great when you're 10. You don't have bills. Uh, you're not, you know, you're not, uh, you're getting free food. You know? Free clothes. Yeah, you're in the best shape of your life. And then life happens and the next thing you know, man, you get pussy and nothing ever compares again. And you start, <laughs> you start hating on shit that you really shouldn't be hating on. You're a fucking grown ass man, dog. That's all I'm saying. So, uh, Sharif, I'm with you, man. I enjoyed the movie. I thought I it was too. very thorough. I, I thought, thought it was. Uh, did an excellent job. Yeah, I thought it was the most uh, adult take on it and the most uh, 
thorough take on it, but it's still um, something for kids. It's still yeah. a bunch of toys going around throwing powers at each other, and motherfuckers sitting around like, but Beast's suit wasn't right. Okay, alright, buddy. Uh, I'm not I'm not the fuck to tell you, dog. You just missed the point. Um, and and and, and, what, and the other thing is, if you really believe all these movies have been bad, because people are telling me the same people that didn't like this film, they didn't like Wolverine, they didn't like X Men Three. Okay. So so what made you think they were gonna get it right the fifth time? Say that again. Now you know? I didn't like Wolverine. Either. Like that's what I was saying to Chris yesterday. It was like Chris, dog, you my dude. I don't even like talking to you like this, but you can't dislike. Transformers 2 and all these other Michael Bay movies and go see this one. Like, yes, I can't... Like, you don't like his style. I, yeah, yeah, I can't feel bad for you, man. I, I'm, you didn't get betrayed. You <laughs> set yourself up for this shit. <laughs> I, didn't get I knew exactly... Like I told Elon, I know exactly what I wanted from this movie and exactly what I got out of the other ones. And you know what? I walked out the theater with a smile on my face because I had a great time. I did too. And I thought the shit was, was, was exactly what I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. The end. Yes. You know? Anyway, we'll talk about more of that tomorrow. Let's, um, let's do that. Next voicemail. This is a long one, so, I, you know, everybody buckle up. Hey, Ron. Hey, Karen. This is uh, Jose. Uh, I, I left to your uh, iTunes review a couple of weeks back. Um, I'm an, a police officer here in Nogales, Arizona. Um, I was listening to a couple of uh, back episodes, and I had a whole PowerPoint presentation saying that Arizona is not racist. I, I had it all, a bunch of bullet points and everything, saying Arizona is not racist. Then the king goes and messes it up, says that, you know, Mexicans started a forest fire, you know, cooking the tacos or whatever in a 110 degree way. So, fuck that up. Well, I also had another story for you. A lawyer friend of mine was, uh, was saying, basically, uh, there was a guy here in Arizona who who uh, basically what happened oh, I'm sorry I'm next to this whole voicemail it's alright Jose we leaving you uh, he, he, two couple a couple of things at an old man's house he was an old man was Mexican he was staying at their house the girlfriend, ex-boyfriend, saw them at the at the house, and basically went in with the crowbar, completely messed them up, assaulted them. Damn. Like it was pretty bad. Um, when it came down to the court, you know the the. You know, they arrested the boyfriend and everything, came down to court, ex-girlfriend testified, the current boyfriend testified, said, hey, you know what, this guy came in, beat us up at the crow block, girlfriend, same thing, testified, hey, this guy came in, beat us up at the crow block. Even in court, while they were testifying, the guy was like, oh, hey, Stacy, you know, I, I love you, I didn't mean to do it, this and that. <laughs> the... <laughs> When, when they were testifying, even 
even when the guy was, was testifying. Oh, man, I, he deserved it, this and that, and it just went off and on and on. Well, came, came time for the old Mexican guy to testify. He got up, he didn't speak any English. Um, and basically said, had to get an interpreter and basically said the same thing. You know, this guy came in, beat these two people up, and messed them up pretty bad. That's it. Well, when it came time to find the, the, the guy guilty or not guilty, the whole jury voted not guilty. And the only thing that, that they agreed on, the whole jury, was they, they didn't find the old little Mexican man believable because Damn. all he spoke was Spanish. Damn. And all he, and they didn't believe that in, the interpreter was doing a good job explaining exactly what he was saying on the stand. So the whole thing about Arizona being racist, uh, I'm going to have to agree with you. Yeah, I guess I guess Arizona is racist. But anyway, uh, speaking of tasers, uh, it's a good thing you guys the show's all for tasers and everything. I'm glad. But I just want to tell you, they hurt. They hurt like the mother. <laughs> I, well, I carried taser out for the job everything, and I got to get tased. And the best way I can describe it is uh, making a, a nine-volt battery all over your body times a million. Damn. Um, and the worst part of it is for the five seconds or for however long the, the taking lasts, you can't move, you can't do anything. If you fall, you can't put your hands down to protect yourself. So you just fall, and there's nothing you could do about it. And it's the worst, worst feeling ever. It's the worst five seconds I've ever felt in my life. The only good thing is after five seconds, it's over, but still, it's five seconds you're never going to get back. <laughs> anyway, I appreciate the show. Uh, I try to listen to it when, when I'm patrolling uh, as much as I can, but... You guys are doing a great job. Keep it up, and I'll try and uh, call back with some more tasers stories and and whatever I can. Alright, take it easy. Cool. Thanks, Jose. I'm actually glad we listened all the way through that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, wow. next time you gotta go three minutes, man. Wrap it up. But Jose, man. First of all, I didn't know the police listened to our show. Me either. But I hope we're making good changes, and I hope you're tasing people and not just shooting their ass yeah. and killing them. That's right. So, uh, and yeah, I, like I've said, we read enough stories, dog. We read enough. Arizona is mad racist. Yes. They made they racist against Mexicans, which I mean, maybe that's because they got all the niggas out of there except Rob and Key from Atypical Sports Show. Yeah, them the only two that stayed and they families. That's yeah. it. Yeah, and Rob leaving. I heard on the last show he's talking about moving eventually. So, I mean, it's only going to be Key, the last nigga in Arizona. Wow. It might make a movie based on him. Like, I am legend. Of, <laughs> I am Negro. Yes. Uh, but, uh, yo, man. That's Negro standing. That day, what he basically was talking about in that court trial was saying, like, that the reason that they didn't believe the people even though the the fucking defendant is talking about how he beat them mm-hmm. they didn't believe him because he couldn't speak English yeah 
a lot of people have a lot of issues with non-English speaking people. That ain't racist? Like, they just it, like... It, it, it is, but it's... I see the crowbar welts in your forehead, sir, but I don't... I'll blah Espanol. The fuck out of my courtroom, sir. Mm-hmm. You'd be amazed talking to a lot of people. Now... There's one good thing, and it's sad, but one good thing about being black is that we went up, we went up the uh, racist bar a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like it's actually people below us now. Yeah, it's of course, sad. you know the Muslims because they started that shit. Oh yeah. And of course, uh, you know the Mexicans because the white people hate Mexicans. We all brown now. now, but for some reason they they look at the color. And I appreciate the phone call because he probably risked his career to call us yes. to give us like everybody was laughing like oh he's he sound like he's crying oh he's so quiet. He probably risked his career to call us and let Arizona know. Yeah, let us know Arizona is indeed racist from the inside. Yeah, and let y'all niggas know Taser's hurt. Yeah, and Taser's hurt. There's, and the reason he got tased, for those that wonder, uh, is if you hold have a Taser in law enforcement, okay. you have to take Taser training, yes. at which at the end you are mandated to get tased. tased. Yeah, so, so you got to know how it feels. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last voicemail, and then we're out of here. Hey, Lad and Karen. This is Gabby from California. Uh, new listener, first time caller, all of that. Just want to say you guys totally rock. Uh, yeah, that's the Cali part of me. <laughs> um, I, I love Karen's accent. It is so cute. I love your episodes. They help get me to the work day. I try not to laugh too loud or else my coworker will think I've gone mad. Um, I loved your podcast about Al Green. I had no idea about the lady who died or how anything really happened other than the, the grits. And being a lover of grits, I mean, I love me some grits. Um, I already know, having cooked them and had them bubble up and like splatter on me, that that had to have been super painful. Um, but you never hear the part about the lady who killed herself. So that's a trip. Um, Love your podcast. On your Facebook, I asked if I could be your token biracial gal. Like, can I be the token biracial chick on the show? Um, <laughs> because <laughs> I am like the, I'm like the one who should be like undercover because no one ever knows I'm, I'm black and white. They never know. They think everything else, every other culture in the world except black and white combination. So I'm thinking I could be kind of like a spy, you know, undercover. You know, I'm the one in the meeting who always kind of, my ears perk it up when they see something kind of racial and then they get surprised because I reply like, that sounds kind of racial. Um, this sounds kind of offensive. You know, they never keep coming. They're always kind of shocked. But, um, yeah, you guys rock. I love your show. Uh, just keep up the great work. Um, and, you know, if you don't already have a token biracial gal, I am also light skinned, so people can never tell. They always forgot a perm. It's hilarious. Um, <laughs> and, you know, that would be great. Uh, that would be cool, you know. Uh, and I'm from Cali, so we have that whole, I don't know, my friend calls me a snow bunny, but I think it's funny. Um, so, yeah, you guys are awesome. Keep up the great work. And all this talk about those angles really, really make you want them. Is those angles better than Popeyes? Because Popeye's is good, but it's really um, greasy. And sometimes I like churches better than Popeye's, but they're kind of greasy too. But I have heard that Popeye's in Louisiana tastes totally different from Popeye's out here in the, in the West. Um, okay, I'm rambling. You guys keep up the great work. Uh, your show's off the hook. I love all your guests. 
um, the guy you had on the episode uh, about um, black women, I forget, he's not the player hater. The dark hater. I forget his name, but he had a deep voice. He was off the hook. Um, and I'm getting turned on to so many other podcasts that we can see, guys. So I love, love, love your show. Okay, bye. Bye. Uh, and of course, you can be the biracial female of the show because I don't think anyone's asked before and nobody objected on Facebook, so you're in. Nope, and I don't see any objection in the chat room. I, my thing, wait a minute. How about I sell fish? Ain't they chicken joint? <laughs> I, I don't know, Karen. I, that's the first I heard that. Me too. Somebody said the fish is fire. And I guess uh, Delfrano wants to know if you have a fat ass, so that we will definitely have to do some type of ass inspection before we make you the official, uh, you know, interracial female of the show. But uh, we have to definitely see that. Um, and of course, yes, Shirley is the official Asian. Of yes. course, there is no other that mm-hmm. I know of. Nope. All right, man. So um, until next time, man, we're about to be up out of here. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Facebook, Podomatic. Stitcher Radio, The Blackout Tips, just search for that. Um, also, don't forget to look us up on Twitter, at Rodimus Prime. I'm at Say That Again. That is in D-A-T. Uh, go to theblackouttips.com. We'll have a new blog post up sometime this weekend. Uh, we'll also, you can join our forums. You can donate to the show. Uh, we appreciate that. Um, learn how to cook grits and throw them on people or boil water and all kinds of other ratchet shit. Um... Uh-huh. Don't forget also, leave us comments on Facebook and iTunes. Leave us five-star reviews. We read every five-star review on the show regardless of content. Yes, we do. To email the show, it's theblackoutwhotips at gmail.com. To call the show, it's 704-557-0186. Yep, yep. All right, man. So, anything else we got? Oh, tomorrow's guest will be my man Rick from uh, Filling the Lanes podcast at, at underscore Mav underscore Rick on Twitter. And Morgan P. Campbell, where the P stands for what? Pipping. That's right. And Bullet Ball Extreme. All right, man. So, until tomorrow, love you. You too, baby. You know, domestic drama and shit All the attitude, I never hit a girl But I shake the shit out of you But I'ma be the bigger man Big pimpin' like Jigga Man Oh, I guess I figure it's This week You're gonna be the dad for me I don't want you, but I need you I love you and hate you at the very same time This is what I want so 
much, should never hurt this bad Never did this before, that's what the virgin says We've been generally warned, that's what the surgeon says God talk to me now, this is an emergency And my nigga said I shouldn't let it worry me I need to focus on the girls we getting currently But I've been thinking and it got me back to sinking in This relationship, it even got me back to drinking Now this Hennessy uh, It's gonna be the time for me that you have in my child was our destiny But I can't even vibe with you sexually Cause every time that I try you will question me Saying you fucking them girls disrespecting me You don't see how your lies is affecting me You don't see how life was supposed to be And I never let a nigga get that close to me And you ain't cracked up to what you were supposed to be You always gonna, you always be with them hoes to be And it's the first time she ever spilled her soul to me I fucked up and I know it, G I guess it's bittersweet poetry I don't want you, but I need you I love you and hate you at the very same time